This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, back at it. Let's talk about uh, hunting. Let's talk about hunting in Halacha. Is it an issue of Tsar Balechayim? We're going to talk about Tsar Balechayim. There's a concept that, according to Jewish law, you can't cause distress to an animal. The Gemara tells us Tsar Balechayim is the Eraisa. By the way, an amazing Ramban. The Ramban says, What's the source that you can cause distress to an animal? Ramban says the, the, myth, the source is the mitzvah of shechita. Why is shechita a mitzvah? Why do you make a bracha on shechita? What mitzvah are you makayim by slaughtering an animal? The answer is, you're makayim the mitzvah of relieving the animal of any distress that you would cause it by taking its life in any other way. Shechita is a painless way for the animal to uh, die. By the way, there's an amazing thing that in all kosher animals, by severing the two simanim, you immediately co- uh, cut off the oxygen flow to the head, so the animal experiences no pain in the shkita process. In non-kosher animals, the animal still has oxygen going to the brain from other sources, so shechting a non-kosher animal will actually cause the animal a lot of distress. That's why we only eat kosher animals. The Ramban says the source of Tsar Balechaim the rice is the mitzvah of Shechita. So is hunting a violation of causing distress to an animal? Absolutely not. The Noi de Behuda says in a famous tshuva that Tsar Balechaim is only a problem if you keep the animal alive. But if you take the animal's life, you're not causing the animal distress. You know, people always make a mistake. Don't kill it, it's Tsar Balechaim. So that is a very compelling way to demonstrate amaratzos, meaning Jewish illiteracy. There is no issue of Tzar Chaim in taking life of the animal. The issue is what Ramosha says, that it's considered cruelty. So it's an issue of a person's own character as opposed to Tzar Balechayim Do'iraisa. Now, Ramot tells us in Ebed Azar, Simen Hay, anything that is needed for a medicinal reasons for a fua or any other human need there is no tsar balechayim so if somebody needed a feather to write a sefer Torah or to write anything one could pluck a feather from a bird from a goose there's no issue of tsar balechayim however the Ramos says we don't pluck the feather just straight off because that would be achzarias so the question is what is the makar what's the source that for human need, there's no issue of Tsar Balechayim. Comes the Das Kedoshim. You know what the Das Kedoshim is? Das Kedoshim is uh, the Buchach. And he says the Raya, that for human need, there's no issue of Tsar Balechayim, is plowing. So he says, how could you plow with an ox? But it's, uh, it's, there's a lot of work. It's painful. It's uh, in the blistering heat. And the Torah allows you to plow it. It speaks about plowing. There are many different sukkim that discuss plowing. That shows Tsar Balechayim is permitted for the sake of human need. Comes the Chelkas Yaakov, and the Kinsker going, and he says, it's not a raya. He says, animals love to pull, like we saw yesterday at the uh, kennel. Animals enjoy pulling. They're trained to pull. So what's the Das Kedoshim's raya? that Sarbalechaim is permitted for human need for 
the fact that you're allowed to plow. Animals are trained, they're groomed, they enjoy plow, uh, pulling. So there's interesting, the Sri Deish has a tshuva that he defends the raya of the Das Kedoshim. He says, yeah, animals like to plow. But the Torah doesn't put any limit on up to what point you can plow with an animal. What if you've already plowed with the animal for nine hours and the animal's having a very hard time and he's in great distress? Is there any uh, prohibition or limitation that you have to give the animal a, an hour off? No. You could plow with an am- animal without any limit. That dim- demonstrates that for any human need, that supersedes Tsar Chayim. So that's an important yesoid when it comes to Tsar Chayim. On the other hand, Rav Moshe, Nebuchadnezzar, Kelech Dalit, has a certain limitation of what is considered human need. So there's a type of calf that is fattened in order to produce a certain uh, white quality in the meat. What is it called? I think it's called white veal. What do you say it's called? So they box in the animal and they stuff the animal with all kinds of foods that the animal has no interest in and the animal doesn't enjoy just not to make the animal healthier, merely to make the animal appear plumper and the, and the meat should be whiter. And Ramosha says it is usur, even though uh, the person stands to gain from it, because for the, with the sole intention is a arbitrary uh, benefit, where people are convinced that this meat is more delicious, it's not more delicious, says Ramosha, uh, uh, most of the animals that are fat in this way are trefois, and even if the animal is not a trefois in the lung, it's a trefois in the intestine, and a very small percentage of them are healthy. So for this type of human need, which is an arbitrary human need, it's merely tricking people into a delicacy that is not really based in reality. Rav Moshe says this would not constitute human need that would supersede Tsar Balechayim. So, which means in principle there's a concept of not causing distress to an animal. The Noi Behuda says this does not apply when you take the animal's life, although there is an issue of the achzorius that it may engender in the, uh, in the one who commits it, but nevertheless there is a certain guideline that the human need has to be a legitimate, based, reasonable human need. But under those circumstances, uh, animals were created for the service of man. And actually, al Kabbalah, we know we have a concept that animals would like us to eat them. In fact, you know, many uh, many people don't understand animal language. But actually, when a cow says moo, what the cow is saying is, please put me in, in your children. Please eat me. Because we know al Kabbalah, there are four categories of matter. There's doimim sameach, chayim adaber. And the highest elevation is when an animal is consumed, he's elevated to the status of medaber. So yesterday the animal was just sitting there, he couldn't speak, and um, now that you've consumed him, the animal is elevated to the status of medaber. Because 
The cow is on a higher matriga than they were, so Takaveh should not be eating the meat. But for Shomer Torah Mitzvahs, by eating Basar, it brings a great Aliyah to the Basar. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.